for the overactive boner. I'm peeing on myself to stay warm. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I don't know what's happening. What you doing over there? This is every time. No, every time. Every time. This is Nar Talk episode <laughs> sixty nine. It is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Noise. Noise. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host Corey, and with me, as always, is Lori. Me. And triple. <laughs> Tripper the butt sniffer. <laughs> Whoa, you sniffing butts, bro. It's episode 69. Bro. There's butt sniffing going on. This is, um, I, I think we just witnessed uh, two of uh, Corey's, um, we do this every episode <laughs> uh, items. So the first one is the headphones get turned up a little bit and you yep. hear the sound a little bit, or the music a little bit more. Just like we do, but nobody yeah. else does. But well, the next one is when you say, uh, with me as always is the lovely Lori. You can just keep talking. Yep. Because then I like. I think he's waiting for me to respond. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm waiting for. A response. Oh, okay. I'm Which not... I'm the one that's really like. Then, oh, yeah. So you're like. I'm waiting for my music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to play out of my head before I respond. I like it though. I really. That's one of the things I like about this podcast. Giving you so a little bit is, of space. This is a bonus yeah. episode, I think. What? It is not part of season three. It is its own entity. How is that? Because it's episode know. 69. Dude, that's going to fuck up my rotation. <laughs> how I just was looking at how inaccurate a lot of my titling has been, and they need to go back and rewrite some of those titles. I wouldn't say it's inaccurate. I mean, inaccurate? Well, yeah. So, like, if you go through and you look. It's not standardized. Find, correct. Some of them are not properly standardized. So, that should say. You know, season like S three. Oh yeah, like it's a part of the title. Zero zero something yeah. with the title, mm-hmm. and some of those missed that because of whatever reason. Mm. So no, we can't have anything out of order, <laughs> or we could. I'll figure it out. Figure it out. So, what's been going on? Oh man, anything? Not really. Yeah, winter. All kinds of stuff. Since three days ago when we recorded the last <laughs> episode, man, this so seems much. like it was forever ago. Does it, it does feel like it was a long time, but it really wasn't. No, it was really, really? just a few days. I yeah, feel like we were just here. I don't. Okay. I feel like. Well, it, welcome back. I just missed it. I just missed it so much. Well, that's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's been chilly. We talked about that last mm. time. Uh, I feel <laughs> like today it warmed up a little bit. That's Rain the weather. It. Yeah, warmed up just enough to rain. <laughs> just enough to rain, not snow. Turn the heat on at the shop, and all of the all of the bays have heat. So, yeah. So that's something. That means something. It means the heat bill's going up. Yeah. That's what that means. <laughs> what about you, Trip? Been working on the house a lot. Yeah. Been working at work a lot, a lot of long days. That's good that you work at work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a good place for it. I think. Yeah, it's proper. <laughs> if if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it there. Yeah, yeah. I spent the whole weekend though working on the house, which was good. What'd yeah, you do? Nice. Did you build Man, a floor? It didn't look like it doesn't look like a lot when I'm done, but it's one of those things where I work for like two days, and then there's so much behind the scenes work happening that when you look at what has happened, it's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Looks like you nailed in one board. Yeah, but there was a lot that went behind that board. Yeah. So I had to like uh, install some trim on one wall and then build out some trim around a door. Just stupid stuff. Basically, hey kids, if you buy a house uh, and it's in 2008 and it's really cool to have uh, brick walls, 
on the interior, guess what? It messes with all the trim. And you got to do weird stuff to get the door trim to work again. So that's what I've been dealing with. So it looks like not much has happened, but it's like a lot better now. That's great. Corey fixed the door today too. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah, it did. You found a screwdriver and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, like in the door? No. No, there was not a screwdriver. In no, the door. he found a screwdriver with to which fix. to fix. Yeah. Oh, okay. Correct. <laughs> it just didn't latch. I figured it out. I was proud of myself. It was like something that is out of my realm. Yeah, he doesn't touch anything other than motorcycles. Oh. Yeah. Anything around the house, don't ask. I had to think about it for a couple of days. Though. I was like, wait a minute. I know why it's not working. A couple of days, you say? Mm-hmm. Really? You've mm-hmm. been thinking about that for a couple of days? No, it came to me though today. That's why I was like, <laughs> I'm going to fix it. Because <laughs> the answer you just came to me. I'm big on the house repair stuff. I, I love wa- it. Me too. I was watching Disney Plus. And the answer came to me. Ooh, Disney Plus. Yeah, so uh, so this was a big deal, actually, for us. So uh, I'm kind of a budget person. I like hawk? To, uh, hawk. I like to stay on budget, right? So Corey decided that maybe he thought he would like to purchase Disney Plus. And in order to do so, we had to balance that budget in some other way by maybe getting rid of Hulu or HBO or Netflix, or one of the other. But I found a loophole. Uh oh. When you get Disney Plus, you also get Hulu. The bundle. The bundle. You get that ESPN Plus also. I didn't sign up for it. No. So I went on there and I was like, okay, I don't give a hoot about Disney Plus, but I really want ESPN Plus. And so, <laughs> through doing that, realized. Oh, I can just get ESPN Plus. And it's like five bucks a month. Yeah. So I did that. Let's see, Hulu is eleven ninety nine a month. And then Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN Plus is twelve. Yeah. So it makes way more sense. So he only had to come up with twelve more dollars a year to afford his new shows. Yeah. And the the Star Wars jam is pretty sick. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, I like Star Wars. And they did not, of course, they did not release all of the episodes so that you can't just binge watch it in your seven-day free trial, which was well-played, Disney. Well-played. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do, fuckers? There are a lot of things. I mean, I like the way that they brought out stuff. Like, so Netflix in the last few years, I feel like, has come out with a lot of original content, which is nice. Um, but they went through that period where you were excited to have Netflix, but then they slowly took the popular shit away yeah, and like time. made you pay for it on top of all of the other thing or, or, you know, went somewhere else where you had to actually buy it. Yeah, they took away scrubs and I have no more loyalty. Yeah. To Netflix. Mm. So with Disney plus, at least there's already a considerable amount of, of things that are there that are great that you can watch. Oh, that are like forever be Disney. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of, I get that. But it's weird. Cause they don't have the Spider-Man movies. Not yet. And I was like, I feel like they didn't want to unload everything. That's totally part of Marvel. Where Spider-Man movies at? Yeah, but that's that same seven-day trial. They got to get over the honeymoon hump. But then they got like the new Avengers jump. Yeah, which we watched three hours of that shit last night. That is a long-ass movie. But you think about it, they're saving the fucking world, y'all. You can't do that shit in an hour and a half. And everybody's got to have a damn cameo. Pinky and the Brain used to do it in like fifteen minutes. Thank no, you. they never tried to save the world. They tried to take over the world. That's totally different. It happens a lot faster. Yeah, yeah I guess it takes a lot Especially less Especially when you fail, because that's the whole fucking premise <laughs> of Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> you don't have to get... That's true. They were just trying. Yeah, they just tried. That's what they taught their well, kids. Well, Brain tried. That's what the kids are being taught. Just try yeah. to do it. Yeah. Even if Pinky, you, you know, he won't so bright. That was the whole... <sighs> I can't believe I'm explaining cartoons to you motherfuckers. <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> well, in Motorcycle Land, we had a bunch of questions this week, right? Real we got, quick, though. Do they have Robin Hood? Yes. The cartoon? Yes. Yeah, they got all the OG shit. That's uh, that's up there for me as one of the oh, yeah. my favorite movies of all time. It is. Yeah, the singing. This, the, yeah, the, Roger Miller on the soundtrack. Right. Come on. Everything. I haven't yep. seen that one. It's I so guess good. I'll have to watch it. Really? Man, get ready to weep. I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of Disney when I was a kid. Hmm. 
That's what's wrong with you. I, it might be. I ain't trying to watch a bunch of crying ass cartoons though. I ain't trying to sit there and cry. Dude, on the couch. so yeah, we were going through all of all of them. Like we just went through the whole list of what's available, and I did realize that there's a lot of sad Disney. Movies. A lot of tear jerkers. Like Bambi, Old yeah. Yeller, parents oh, yeah. dying and uh, shit. The what is it? The journey. What is it? The journey. The with the dogs. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. There's yeah. another one. Impossible Journey, something like that. Is that the one where the home alone kid gets uh, stung by all the bees? Home Alone's on oh, there too. My girl, my girl, <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. That's a sad one. <laughs> Disney like to be sad. They like to keep it real. So as a kid, it never bothered me, but as an adult, I actually teared up watching Robin Hood. Oh yeah. Because there's a scene where he gives the money to the, like the poor rabbits or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, it got me. All right, questions. So I proposed the usual that I do, and the other one was, "What is your what? What is the tool? I don't remember how I worded it. What is the tool? What's the tool can't, you can't live without? Can't live without, right? So the reason I did that is because me and a buddy of mine were discussing when you're kind of like trying to put together your first garage, and he was mm-hmm. explaining to me how he had bought all this shit that he never used because he thought he was going to need it. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to get an idea of. Because obviously I'm in a situation where it's like I've spent a lot of money on tools and I have a lot of tools and I'm going to acquire more tools. There's always room for more tools mm-hmm. because I do this. That's what we do for money, right? So, um, They're also write-offs like assets that we can just true. write off and they count but towards the value of the business. So some dude right. who's just working out of his garage is like, how much do you want to be able to do what's super important? So I kind of wanted to like feel that out with what, what people were saying. Um as it was told to me when I got in, when I started working in shops, another uh, uh, older guy, a gray beard, if you will, said, if you borrow the tool twice, buy one. Hmm. So, so that's fair enough. And because we, you know, every once in a while you'd have to borrow a tool from another tech. So I kind of used that as my gauge when I was still working in shops. Now it's just like, I, there's no one I can borrow tools from. So if I need something, I just got to, yeah. fucking get it you know but we'll get we'll get to all that <sighs> let's see what we got here i don't know why they want you to answer this question but what does the electrical engineer think of those electrically heated motorcycle gloves i don't know i've never used them i mean i think it's soft as hell <laughs> come on because <laughs> If they get wet, can you get electrocuted? That's what I want to know. I'm sure they have figured that out. Or would, or would if they get wet and they get electric, can you shoot fire like electric, like lightning bolts? I think, it, yeah, it's, it's more like um, Ernest goes to jail whenever he gets the deal where he can shoot lightning out of his fingers. He gets that and Ernest goes to jail? Yeah. Yeah, because they electrocute him on accident. Oh. Like the bad guy looks just like him i couldn't stand those movies yeah me neither i know i really couldn't come on i ain't fuck with him oh see Corey's on my side i ain't fuck with him it's like some of the best movies of all time i don't know i don't agree maybe if i watch them now at the time they just bothered the hell out of me oh i love uh but at any rate no you're not gonna get shocked from getting wet um they're i mean hell they have like iphones you can take in the shower with you now or you know yeah that life proof case <laughs> episode 69 what up <laughs> iphones in the shower no that yeah they'll they'll be fine they've got all that stuff enclosed but i don't know like whatever if you want to have really warm hands have really warm hands oh it's nice to have warm hands you could get them little hand warmers on so they make yeah, those. those are good too. where you just break it you know? so they have those gauntlet gloves mm-hmm. the big, they go like the over big, your jacket joints? yeah so you don't get the wind in the jackets also silk silk gloves inside mm-hmm Liners, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Yeah, I just like or I'm, not, if I'm you, not. I'm not always pro new technology. Yeah, I mean, you could just be a badass and dip your gloves in something flammable and light the motherfuckers on fire right before you take off. Oh, here's the problem with that, though. That's <laughs> actually going to make your hands colder. <laughs> Why? Because it's moving energy away from your hands. Oh, come on. You asked him. That's smart, though. <laughs> That's smart. Did you guys learn something? Because I did. I never thought about it like that. Now we got to try this. <laughs> no, you will burn the shutter. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, because I was thinking it would just accelerate <laughs> the fire because you're riding and you're just feeding it oxygen until eventually your hands. Yeah. Yeah. So you're fucking with me. Yes. Oh, appreciate you. <laughs> so we've had a couple of requests for people. That was good. Thank you. For that us to videotape good. this shit. Yeah. Which so, I never yeah. thought was very Here's one. Ever thought about recording the podcast and putting the video on YouTube? But I never thought that this would be interesting. This has been coming up. But... Yeah, y'all should have seen that interaction because that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> this has been coming up. This has been a thing, and 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 I don't think we ever did really think about it, but you, people keep bringing it up. So, like, we'd know. be funny to watch. Yeah, I mean, if someone has video equipment and wants to do all that, that's yeah. the problem. We need at least what? How many cameras? Two, three? I think two at least. You think two at least, and then then it's got to get edited, right? And. And I think that happens in real time also. But also, like, you guys, we do this shit and we we don't have pants on. So <laughs> if we have to start wearing pants to, like, get through YouTube, you yeah. know, because yeah. they have, like, yeah. community guidelines or right. whatever, it's going to take away a lot of the magic. Sometimes I like to wear that unicorn hat. Yeah. It's like... mm -hmm. and there's a lot of um, uncopywritten material on the walls. Yeah. And I have that's a whole true. thing. I have a helmet on right now just in case I fall down. <laughs> so I don't know. It's true. Can't give away the trade secrets. Yeah, Corey looks like he played football in the 40s. <laughs> Ever try to convert pre-2000 wheels with Timken style bearings to fit a 2013 Sportster? Yeah. <laughs> what you got to do is get you the bearings that you need for the wheel. Uh, take the bearings and the wheels to a machine shop and tell them you need a press fit on those bearings and they need to mill those wheels out. And then you got to get, uh, I don't know if you can convert, use the same. No, you wouldn't be able to because the axle size is different, but you've got the, uh, the spacer for the middle would be the other thing, the crush tube, if you will. So that would need to be the same, uh, inner diameter as, the bearings and the length you can't it's got to be long enough so that the bearings the inside race of the bearings touch it on either side so it's not in there bouncing around on the inside of the wheel so the easiest way to figure that out would probably be to install one of the bearings which you're supposed to do brake side first so install the bearing and then i would take a depth measurement from the inside race through the wheel to wherever that lip is that the other bearing is going to rest on i hope this is making sense and that would kind of give you your length of your crush tube that you would need to uh either purchase or make on a lathe yeah it makes sense mm -hmm. so yeah we did that didn't we yeah with nick yeah mm -hmm. so yeah it can definitely be done um but yeah so that's about it it just needs to be it's definitely got to be machined properly, so you do get a press fit. Um, but I mean, Ooh. any any machine shop that can should be able to do that, uh, and it's got to be as deep as the bearing is wide as well. So yeah, it can it can most definitely be done. Speaking of press fit, what was that other cool kind of fit that's like you heat it and cool it and shit? The interference fit. Yeah, but some people call press fits interference fits is the same. Okay. Like depending on what you're Explain looking at. Explain that to Trip. He'll think it's cool too. Is that like valve guides? Yeah, valve guide is yeah is a press fit or an interference fit or whatever. Wait. So interference <laughs> thought... fit. T talk about that. Well, like it. It's the same thing. Oh. It's really the same thing. So with you've valve got... guides, you put your heads in an oven, heat it up. So oh, you're they're... talking about seats. Yeah. Because you you can just drive a guide in and out. Seats oh. you got to heat and cool. Cause I don't, I don't really know what the standard is, but there is like, like you've got a slip fit, which is like, it just slides on, you know what I mean? Yep. And then, um, I don't, I don't fucking remember all of them. We learned it all in school, which they probably don't teach that shit anymore. And then a press fit is like, you got to use some force basically. Mm -hmm. So there's like a couple thou and then I was under the impression that interference fit was even more, but I I'm not sure if that's true or not. Oh, well, what you explained to me the other day was the idea of cooling both metals 
Well, no, you heat one up and cool the other one. Oh, okay. And then as they reach room temperature, they fit tight together. Yeah, and that bitch ain't coming apart. Yeah. But I think like... Which I just think is cool. Yeah, I guess I always thought that that's how you put in valve guides, was that you heat up the heads and froze the guides. I just drive them in and out. Oh. They're not... They're really not... Uh, it's not that bad. Now, seats you do have to... Like, some people will weld... You can weld a bead around the inside of the seat, mm-hmm. and then um, once it once the weld cools and contracts, it'll pull the seat in, and you can, and it should it's supposed to just drop out, uh, which you can also do with like bearing races and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get it in, which I haven't done, but I've heard people like the way they do it is usually heat the head up, cool the seat down, and then basically haul ass and try to get that motherfucker in there as fast as you can before they start to come back to temperature. Mm-hmm. Which is but, sick. But like I've done like Sportster, the iron head on the flywheels, there's a race that presses on to, um, it's probably on the pinion. It's got to be on the pinion side, on the pinion shaft. And I would take that and put it in a coffee can of oil, just motor oil, mm-hmm. and heat that bitch up. Like in the microwave? No, like on a hot plate. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah, <laughs> you can't put a coffee can in a microwave. Oh, coffee can? <laughs> I was thinking coffee mug. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. and just heat, just heat it up in the motor oil and then pull it out with some long needle nose, and that bitch would just slide right on. And then? Yeah, yeah, and then once it cools it down it tightens back up it's pretty cool <laughs> it's a pretty cool trick yeah because they make a special tool for that and i've done like three of them without it mm-hmm. but i just acquired the tool so oh all right speaking to of do tools that anymore what are you why are you talking to tripper like that <laughs> timing plug hole repair colony tap oversized plug kit for engine and frame repair yay or nay it's a little sketchy, a little sketchy because of chips. You drop some metal chips into your... Going to drop metal chips into the thing. There's a couple things you can do to try to limit that. Dudes will be like, you can use a fuck ton of grease, which I have, I've done like <laughs> people that I had a, I had a buddy who didn't want to spend a lot of money. It was a Kawasaki and he needed a spark plug repaired. So we just loaded it up with grease and I ran the tap into the head. And it fucking worked. I didn't get any metal chips in the engine. I was kind of impressed. I didn't think it was going to work, but it worked. And everything came out okay, and I was able to install the insert. So you may be able to do it that way. Seems a little spooky to me on the bottom end. But, I mean, it's even just as bad on the top end. Like, you don't want metal shavings in your fucking engine at all. Right. So. um, You can just throw a magnet in your uh, in the bottom of it. It's aluminum. The case is aluminum. <laughs> so you ain't pulling nothing out. You know? So, yeah. A really big magnet is what I mean. But yeah, and I've, I've heard other people take like use, uh, like if you do it on a cylinder head, people have suggested like making sure either the intake or the exhaust port is open at the time and putting a blow gun in that bitch and just blowing the whole time while you're trying to tap it. So yeah. it's just blowing the threads back out. I don't know how you would do that on a case. I guess you could. Uh, I don't even know where you would. Maybe through the breather tube. Say the breather tube. Yeah, but you don't want to force all that air up into the cylinders either, underneath the pistons. So it all sounds very dangerous. Yeah, I, I think your best bet would be to try a lot of grease and just pray to the gods that uh, you don't fuck it up. What do y'all want for Christmas? Oh, I don't know. Meh. Oh, uh, uh, Soda Stream. You do? Yeah. They got them on sale at Home Depot, right, Meow? Right, Meow? Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we drink a lot of clear beers. True. We do, Christie too. Household. I was thinking, I could just make it. Yeah, Lori might get one for Christmas this year. I don't know. What? I don't even want one. She wants one. <laughs> Corey, you drink all of that junk. Do you think a pan head chopped is better looking than a shovel head? 
No. No. I don't know. No. Better? No. But who the fuck am I? If it hasn't been done yet, any strong opinions on rubber versus solid-mounted Evo Sportsters? Uh, the solid mounts are more solid. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my opinion. Uh, no, that, well, I, I kind of mean that in a couple of different ways. One, they're mounted solid, yes. They're easier to hardtail and do things like that. I think they look better, but also the transmissions are better. And um, they have the trap door. That's my the the thing I hate about the rubber mount ones is that if you have to go into the transmission, you've got to pull the whole engine and split the fucking cases, and nobody wants to do nobody that. Nobody wants to do that shit. Might as well replace the whole thing. Yeah, really. Yeah. So might as well just get a solid mount engine at that point. I like I like the solid mounts are easier to to work on in that respect. Although you very rarely have to go into them. They're pretty fucking. Solid. Um all right. So that's it for that. Back to tools, right? Sure. So, are helicoil and red loctite considered tools? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Red loctite's a good thing to have. Helicoils are a good thing to have. Um, there's a handful of certain sizes. I'm slowly collecting more. I actually like to use time certs. I like time certs better. But What's they, the difference? They're a little pricey. Time certs are cast. It's a cast insert. It's not a coil. It's threaded on the outside. They hold up better. They work better. I know they the answers. I just like to yeah, I know. Okay. Battery charger. Yes. Yes. Good one. Oh, yeah. For half your inch, type of battery, too. Half inch wrench. And a battery tender. Because yeah. winter. A half inch, for sure. That was all. It was the half inch that would go missing all the time in the fucking community garage. It wasn't the metric boys. Mm-mm. Nope. Socket, <laughs> socket extender, and an infinite supply of half inch sockets. Yeah. Impact screwdriver. That's a good one. Ooh, I love an impact. Vice grips. That's a good one to have. I like a vice grip. I use my quarter inch driver gun non impact more than anything else at work. I don't have one of those, but mm. I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, standard handheld Phillips. Wait, he's just talking about a basic screw gun. Yeah, a little quarter inch drive one. Yeah, that that's that's a good thing. Like I've used my, I got a three H drive battery powered Snap On Impact, mm-hmm. and I've used the fuck out of that thing. I love it, and I like it because it's not too strong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can use it to pull a primary off real fast. Like it. It's not so powerful that it's going to fucking tear up the threads. Um, but like if I drive on, uh, let's say I'm putting a brake caliper on, like I think the torque specs like 35, mm-hmm. 40 foot pounds. If I go back, if I buzz that shit on real good and I go back and check it, that motherfucker's at, at 35 foot pounds. Yeah. So like it's got some, it's got some power. Yeah. There isn't too much that that, that damn thing can't, get on or off which so is the nice. thing i love about my screw gun is that you can dial back the right yeah. clutch on it or whatever mm-hmm. so you don't strip out all the screws and everything yeah yeah and i appreciate the because i will like get something as tight as i can and then you'll come right behind me and like do it another like half a fucking turn and that's just whatever differences in strength but using that helps yeah when yeah. you're a little girl. Yeah, equalizes. <laughs> Tripper says multimeter. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a good one to have. That's one I did not think I would ever use on a motorcycle, but I use it all the time. Oh yeah. It's a good one to have. Scissor lift. Man. If you don't if you don't have like a lift lift, you at least need that little floor scissor lift. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Just to get that bitch straight up and down when you need to do whatever. 10 millimeter socket hands down. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a, that's funny because in the like mechanic world, there's always 10 millimeter socket memes. Yep. Like for some reason, people have a really hard time holding on to them. But I think that's more metric shit because no, metric use... stuff, they love the fuck out of 10 millimeter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Use it twice on a Harley battery terminals and on the new clutches. Oh, it's not on the, uh, on your calipers or anything? 
No. 12 points on the count. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think they're 12. That's what I, yeah, they're 12 point on the caliper, not. No, I think they're 12 millimeter. Oh, they're 12 millimeter. Yeah, 12 millimeter, 12 point. But then there's three, I know there's definitely three eights, 12 points on some of gotcha. them too. I don't remember. But maybe there is a 10. I don't need, I don't remember either. It's been a minute since I took a caliper. <laughs> um, that was a no break joke. Get it? <laughs> three eights ratchet, of course. <laughs> A Leatherman. I like a Leatherman. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Man, I used to wear a Gerber Mm -hmm. multi-tool everywhere. You were that guy? (laughs) I used to carry one everywhere. It was when I was a truck driver, and I actually used it all the time. Yeah, for sure. And uh, uh, there would be like real arguments about like, I'm a Leatherman man. I'm a Gerber man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I had a Gerber. I had a Gerber. But I used it when we were on tour. It was great to have. Like oh yeah for like little shit on guitar or whatever and like cutting your strings when you change the strings mm-hmm. it was just a, a great thing to have people used to always borrow mine and it was annoying it's like why don't you just go buy your own because you like, had one yeah exactly it's fuckers but gerber i think i went through like three of them because <laughs> anytime something would snap on it just send it right back and they send me a brand new one. Oh, that's nice yeah i had a leatherman but i didn't really carry it i just had it get really good at doing the little Yep. Yeah. Snaps out. Snap. Oh, you need some pliers? <laughs> I got you, son. <laughs> I'm liking the large fluid vacuum pump. Ooh. Yeah. Those are good to have. He says he's using it to drain his oil. Not dealing with taking out drain plugs or oil line. I use them for brakes, but you know, whatever. Or if you overfill your oil tank, it's a good thing to yeah, have that too, because then you you don't have to drain the whole fucking tank and then top it off. Tomato, tomato, you know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, my hex keys, man, mm-hmm. I hate hex keys. I don't like them. Yeah, I hate them. I like the sockets. I've just broken so many of them. You know yeah. that uh, the guy, the people at Harbor Freight, they don't know what a star bit is. A Torx. A Torx bit. Yeah. yeah. Or like, whatever. They don't know what it is. Don't ask them. Yeah. Are you, is this every Harbor Freight guy? Yep. <laughs> In the whole world? Yep. There's not a single Harbor Freight employee that knows what a Torx bit nope. is? Nope. Maybe that's part of getting the job there. It's like, do you know what a Torx bit is? They're like, no. He's like, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we needed to hear. Like, perfect. You start today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, but I wasn't ready. It's like, doesn't matter. Oh, believe me. Everyone's ready to work at Harbor Freight. <laughs> You're on the floor now, son. <laughs> oh, boy. So, those are good. An ink pen. My old lady. <laughs> um, hands and brain. Exacto knife. Exacto knives are helpful. You would be surprised. Yeah, what do you use an exacto knife for? Everything. Yeah, I use it a lot. Mainly like when I'm know. taping stuff off yeah. to paint it, like cylinders or heads or something. Okay. Um, but like sometimes if you got to make a a template or make a pattern because mm-hmm. you got to make something stupid. Cutting stuff. Cutting stuff. Yeah. They're real sharp. Stabbing pointy. stuff. Oh, is that how they work? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a good little list, yeah. It's a good list, so... There's some smart people out there. Yeah. Using a lot of tools. I would also think, I would also suggest like if, uh, whoa, that's a weird function of the phone right there. That's cool. Um, As we all know, like Harley has a lot of specialty tools. Yeah. What are the, some of the specialty tools you can't live without? About that, like, the little clutch junk that like holds it like you thread it on and it holds a spring or it holds whatever the for the four speed uh-huh. well that's just an old clutch part that i use okay well it's a sick tool yeah so yeah it's a it's out of a a newer clutch and i use it to hold the pressure plate on the older clutches while you like undo all so of you can the, take the, the nuts the off nuts the fingers off. yeah mm-hmm. um 
I think the one I probably use the most though is that goddamn inner race tool for the Dyna or for the for all of Evos and twin cams for the inner primary bearing. I'll wear that tool out. A lot of inner primary bearings need they go bad all the time. All the time. (laughs) There's that cool little tool that like holds uh holds it in advance. Yeah. So you can Oh yeah, to set the timing. Adjust the timing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's like those are like six bucks. That's a gyms. It's blue. It's a motion pro? No, it's It's whatever. I don't yeah, it's just some generic fucking thing. But yeah, if you got points, that's a must have for sure. Yeah, it holds it in advance while you set so you can set the timing. The timing. Yeah. Those are those are super radical. Crucial. 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 Um, trying to think of other tools. Dog bone adapters. What's that? It's like Oh yeah, on your wrench. Yeah, the torque adapters, I think is what they're actually called. So describe but that. It looks like a dog bone. It's a little L shaped junk. No, it looks like a dog bone. Dog bones are straight. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. If you Google dog bone adapt, they're great if uh, for spots you can't get torque wrenches in. So like shovel heads, putting the heads back on, and I use them on the cylinder base notes. Did anybody say torque wrench? No, no one said torque wrench. Because I was thinking torque wrench. Torque wrench is a huge one. But I was thinking torque wrench when you were talking about your impact. Because I was thinking oh, yeah, how yeah. I like to use a torque wrench because I don't know if I'm tight enough. Yeah. And usually I'm not. Mm-mm. Yeah, torque wrenches are crucial, I think. Especially if you haven't developed torque elbow. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get to this point where you, you kind of know how tight shit should be. Right. But if you don't... Well, but when you're like rebuilding a top end, like let's just go ahead and bust out a torque wrench. Yeah, I yes. always I always use torque wrenches on, on I think top ends. Anything on an engine, I would yeah. do a torque wrench. Anything with a gasket is usually a wise idea. Yeah, because I usually will err in the too much torque arena, so that's why I'll use a torque wrench on a sensitive bolt. Yeah, the smaller shit for sure. Like if it's a huge ass bolt. I mean, I and and usually the bigger bolts are like your head bolts. But if you're doing like an Evo or a twin cam where it's like it has a very specific torque sequence and and procedure, where it's like you do it to like I don't know 120 inch pounds, and then you're supposed to torque them to like 15 foot pounds, and then you're supposed to torque it to something else, and then oh, you're really? supposed to turn it 90 degrees, all doing it in this certain pattern. Like, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you ain't gonna guess at that shit. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's really like the smaller bolts, like quarter twenties. If you over torque those, especially steel and aluminum, snap that bitch off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So if you're just wrenching on it, it might be wise. Yeah. Yeah. When like the torque spec on those are usually 120 inch pounds or something like that. Right. You know, like uh. Like derby cover screws, mm-hmm. they always strip out, and then you got to go put a time cert in that bitch. Motorcycles, <clears throat> whatever. All right. Do we have any other questions? No, that's all we got. Okay, that's it. We're tapped out. Well, we did have a. Uh, a Thanks spo- for playing, guys. A sponsor for tonight. Um, there's a little script. Okay, so. <clears throat> When that feeling takes over, but it's just not the right time. When your teenager spends a little too long in the shower. Or for the sex addict, the public speaker, and the tired old man whose prescription Viagra was just too strong. Now there's Flodacevil. Flacidophil. For the overcount, uh, sorry, for the overactive boner. (laughs) Ask your doctor if if it's right for you. Yeah, Man, I butchered that. <laughs> it helps bring it down a notch. Flodacephil. So you got like a 14-year-old kid, he ain't getting no homework done because he's humping everything in the fucking house. Smart. Give him that some Adderall, get him right back on track. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not for use like, for children under the age of 10. Uh, Adderall and Flacidavil are going to like counteract each other. 
True. Adderall's just well. It says that it's supposed to counteract Viagra too, so it'll it'll help to calm things down if you're a little too excited. And it's like fourteen-year-old boys need that. Yeah, it's like Suboxone for sex addicts. Apparently, it comes in chewables. (laughs) If you get a boner, you get real sick. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, (laughs) you start throwing up. Fladacephil. <laughs> I can't say it right. <laughs> so you got to get up in front of the class, <laughs> make Plus, a presentation. Oh, wow. My entire uh, freshman year of you high school. You could have used some. Did you get, you get anxiety boners? Where you put the like the backpack on backwards. backwards. <laughs> Walking around the hallway like that, like, no, I'm just like crisscross. Don't worry about it. Aw. <laughs> Poor boys. Girls just had to worry about having their periods when they didn't know it. That was pretty embarrassing. Yep. That's pretty rough. I know. That's what we had to deal with. I gotta say. But that's once a month. Boner every day. <laughs> I gotta say, though, at, at pretty much every stage of adolescence, I would choose being a boy. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact that girls get like really smart, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we do. And boys just stay dumb our whole lives <laughs> and stinky. <laughs> yeah, and then we get real stinky. But like, at pretty, but all the rest of it though, I, I just going I'm, through puberty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's because I don't, uh, I don't understand it. Yeah. And it just freaks me out. There's a lot going on. I don't really remember. That was like a half a half a <laughs> half a lifetime ago. She's about to age herself out right I now. I am. Mm. All right. Well, guys, what else we got? Ooh, I know what time it is. What time is it? Dealership reviews. Terrible customer service. Finance department was aggressive and rude. Then they took my driver's license to copy it and failed to return it. And I didn't notice. Now I have to go back again tomorrow to get it. I never want to darken their door again. Oh. Other times I've been there with friends. They have been hard to deal with and unpleasant. Don't buy anything from these clowns. <laughs> I like how it's their fault. I know. Yeah, the guy left his license yeah. and is like, I hate these people. <laughs> Fucking clowns. <laughs> Didn't have the right sizes in clothing. <laughs> Full of attitude and themselves. <laughs> Places a joke. I want to call people clowns. It's so funny. Places a joke. <laughs> this is one of my and favorites. And I should know. The, and I'm going to read the response from the owner because you can do that on the, on the thing. Lame. Just not wild enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry to see your one star review. Bike Fest is and always has been a family-friendly event for the community. That's why it was so lame. Yeah. yeah. Not wild enough. You met like, he probably got kicked out for getting drunk as hell, hell and yeah. acting a fool. Yep. Lame. He or she. True. She could have gotten body slammed in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Great car show, but they had the most annoying base-off competition and had to leave. Base-off. <laughs> Guess you didn't oh, read the God. pamphlets. Mm. <laughs> it was a pathetic swap meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh hold on. <clears throat> oh my god. Bad attending and so expensive items without price. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Russian Twitter bot. <laughs> Parts not too friendly. <laughs> this one's great. Been open for a few years. That's it? That's it. That's the whole review. Two stars. Rude part department older guy needs to retire. They take your money and don't call you when parts come in and won't try to research why or where parts. When I called, he talked to me like I was a two-year-old. He should watch his step. Ooh. Oh, you, you fight the old guy? You are 
you are your left without your money and your part. No idea when it will come in. Good That's God. Brutal. There's no way that guy left the correct uh, phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Made small of me when I had a question about parts. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. The oh, We stopped in here because they had a sign saying it was the last stop for beverages. This was just a Harley Davidson shop, so it was pretty lame. <laughs> but the staff gave me a free bottle of water, so it wasn't a terrible visit. Don't waste your time unless you like motorcycle t-shirts. <laughs> so someone thought they were going to like a Denny's. I guess so. And that's why they left a bad review. <laughs> Didn't actually go to the restaurant fishing across from it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll just leave this review. Fish aren't biting today. What? Oh, yeah. Those are good. Man. I know there's more, but I went a little ham. I was like, last night we were watching TV, and I was sitting there like going through and trying to... I, I feel like we've really pulled out a lot of the best ones. We might have to move on to like something else. Some other review? Yeah. Like... Or maybe re- I'll just start doing... Reviews of s- other things? Maybe I'll just start doing Honda shops or something. Uh. I don't know. Or some other dealership. Yeah. Like, see what else everyone else has to deal with well and the reality is is like the best ones are, are really only located in a handful of states oh like the best reviews yeah the um, best worst reviews yeah yeah all right let me guess florida yeah um uh where's the ohio i would guess i have yeah i've done ohio once um alabama Tennessee. Texas. Texas. Alabama. Yeah, come on, Alabama. Get it together. That's probably where the guy was fishing. <laughs> Across from the team. The best one yet still is the, like, <clears throat> I don't know why I come here, and neither do they. Or I don't know why I keep coming back here. Yeah, they have no idea. Neither do I. Yeah. Why do I keep coming here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Food is nasty. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the the thought process behind any of those, I don't know. And the reality is with most of them, it's like, because you can sort by, so I just sort by worst rating. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it just puts them all at the top. And like most of them, like it's kind of crazy. I don't know what Google like does to measure because it'll be like, I'll be like, oh, this one has like a rating of 4.2. Like there's going to be some good ones in here. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's a percentage, but it doesn't really like, you'll go through them and you'll be like, there's, there wasn't that many bad reviews, you know? And there are people that leave, like some of those were three star. Like the the guy with the, they gave me a bottle of water. So it was an okay visit. (laughs) Like that guy gave it three stars. (laughs) I just don't like, I want to meet the people who would choose to leave a review of a Harley dealership when they were just looking for something to drink. But most of the reviews are like majority of the bad reviews are. I was in the store for X amount of time and no one said anything to me. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot of customer service. That's what a lot of them are. Uh, I mean the like two times I've been to Harley of Richmond, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, I prefer they don't talk to me when I walk in there. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Because the only reason that I'm in there is to get parts. Yeah. But also, if you walk in there, <clears throat> like, I, I always like, even though, like, so there's the guys that work in parts that know me. Mm-hmm. The rest of the staff is like a rotating, rotating cast. You know right. what I mean? So there's like, you definitely, like, I don't ever want a salesman to talk to me because I'm like, so I always try to avoid them motherfuckers. So I don't ever get upset if they don't say anything to me. And even with, I mean, it's like if you're going in there for parts, you're walking up to the parts counter, you're talking to the guy behind the counter. Like, obviously, that Every single time I walk in there, the girls at the front desk say hi. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. When I mean, you first walk yeah, in. Yeah, at least well, that. That's nice. And I think that I think that a lot of these places that like, people are leaving these reviews, people aren't doing that. And that's kind of, that's just like basic customer service 101 shit. Yeah. You know? Like, you walk in the door, you, 
you greet the customer, regardless of whether they're there for you or mm-hmm. fucking use the bathroom. Like I mean, whatever. Walmart got a whole position just for that. So does Costco and Sam's Club. I mean, yeah. welcome to Moe's. Like that's their fucking trademark bullshit because of that. Yeah. And Moe's got a guy in a wheelchair now that gives you the little uh, newspaper ads. Over here? Where? It's either the one here or the one north on Brook. Yeah. Uh, like Brook and Parham. But it worked. I was like, well, I'm not going to like be mean to the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Like I'll take his newspaper ad and then pretend to thumb through it. Yeah. As I walk around. You like Moe's better than Chipotle? Uh, no. It's just closer. I don't. I like. I'm not saying Moe's. I'm saying Lowe's. Oh, Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's. <laughs> I was thinking about burritos. I was too. And I was like, huh, they got a newspaper guy at the Moe's? No, I'll take Chipotle every day. But anyway, yeah, customer service 101, it's all about just greeting that person letting them know that you know that they're there because the only reason that they are there is to talk to somebody usually you know i mean they're trying to give you money and you can also tell by a lot of the reviews too because i i'll read through some of the longer ones to be like there might be some good shit in here and there usually isn't it's usually just some guy going on about whatever the fuck and like a lot of times you can tell like these people are pretty unreasonable oh yeah you, you know what i mean the kind of person that leaves a google review fair enough <laughs> is unreasonable fair enough but most of them have way more good reviews they really do yeah i think i tried to leave a review once like a good review at a place and <clears throat> it was it asked me to sign in and i just stopped yeah <laughs> <laughs> when they started jobs at new places and I wanted to help them like, she's great. Go check her out. (laughs) She's the best. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then I, you know, I don't know. I just, it's not my whatever. Like I was at the bank today and uh, I was there for a good, like solid 15 minutes waiting on somebody just to notarize something. And I watched a pretty hep, like pretty much like the run of the mill type of people that are going to walk into that bank in that 15 minute period. So everyone from like the nice old man that just wants to have a conversation to like the bitchy woman who's like, I have an appointment at 10 o'clock that I'm going to be late for because this is taking too long. And Mm. it's like, well, bitch, you knew you had a 10 o'clock appointment. Why did you show up to the bank at nine 50? Fuck you doing? Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Now it's everybody else's problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then to the kid who walked in, whose like account was closed and he had his dog with them. You know, it's just like, it's just like <laughs> customer service is crazy hard because you're dealing with every single person that walks in that door. So, I mean, the type of person that's going to leave a review, I feel like you kind of can pop, like spot them based on how they're interacting in that kind of group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man. Fucking people. Because everybody's got to deal with the same shit. You know, everybody's got to wait in line. And then on top of that, if you have that rotating cast of characters that, you know, don't, you don't have any long-term employees. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a skill. It's just it like is. anything else. And you got to, it takes a while to get good at it. It does. And balancing how you interact with every single one of those people on a different level is really hard. I mean, I don't know. I'm... I'm observant of human interactions. I find it fascinating the way that people interact and how they escalate or de-escalate situations. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard task. We need to talk to each other more. Definitely. Especially nowadays. People <clears throat> are in their own little bubbles. They're not willing to come out of that for that five seconds of human so interaction. I've had a weird thing <clears throat> over the last few years where I, like it finally got through to me that I'm not a small person. And if I get aggressive, (laughs) that you can scare somebody in person, like someone could think I'm actually going to like do something, hurt them, you know? And, uh, and so like, I just like, especially around women, I'm like, even when I get just so upset, it's like, just swallow it for the moment. You gotta, I'll let it out sometime else, but like, can't do it. Cause like, I mean, that's, you know, if someone looked at me and said like, oh yeah, I bet that guy's about to hit a woman yeah, or like, or a guy either yeah. way, yeah, he's about to get aggressive because 
uh, you know, you double charged him for his uh, French fries, which is what happened at that Popeye's, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd you handle yourself? No, I'm about the woman that got body slammed. Oh, that's why she called. That's what the started the N-word? whole thing. <laughs> what? She got double charged and called somebody. She got double charged French fries and started complaining. Someone called her an ugly, broke face cracker. And then she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then dropped a hard in. And, uh, See, got, and that's, got body slammed. Yeah, that's that just doesn't need to escalate. No. So that like you're arguing over a two dollar French fry. Yeah. That my guess is she probably wasn't actually double charged for. Probably. And that's what these people was trying to explain to her. Yes. Was like, look, here's your receipt. There's only one French fry on there. Let me teach you math real quick. <laughs> and that's the problem is is like people believe what the fuck they want to believe. Especially there is nothing more satisfying than justified anger yeah people love that shit if you if they have a reason that they feel like they are just this is just my moment to mm. just get fucking get some you know what i mean people love that shit and it's awful <laughs> because it's like you're just fucking wrong <laughs> you know what i mean if especially yeah. if they're just wrong but people love to feel like shafted <clears throat> you know what i mean because then they can they can rationalize this temper tantrum that they're about to throw in a public place and i'll say that i, I think at least the majority if not the super majority <clears throat> are the times when i lost my anger i realized later i was wrong yeah like i was wrong about the thing that i was getting upset about and you feel dumb as fuck i know dumb as fuck and the couple times that i've gone back and apologized it it worked of actually course. apologies like, will work say like I'm so sorry yes i lost it I, I I was wrong. You were right, and it's like to you know whatever. Like the dude at the gas station, and he's just like, "All right, man." Like it's crazy because you because yes. I think like, man, he's not going to accept this apology. Like I need to do this just because I got to do this, but like on some selfish shit. Like yeah. I got to do this so I feel better. Yeah, not so that he feels better. No apologies overwhelmingly will like soothe a situation and make people come back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't think there's anything so, wrong with admitting that you're wrong. There's been like, so many psychological studies done based on just small little like like you cut somebody in line and they're all upset, but then you turn around and you're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Like, here you go or whatever. Like, you can just say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Stop. Like, what the fuck ever. Like it it just deescalates the situation immediately. There's um, I could go off on that. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good that you could like overcome yourself. And go back and apologize. It ain't easy. No. I did not apologize to the last person I flew off the fucking handle on. But was it justified? Oh, yeah. it was. Eight, I'm pretty sure it was AT&T. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know like if it's wrong to go off on a phone company. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain situations. Yeah. I lost it. I fucking lost it. How appropriate is it, though, that you have companies now who are able to rate their customers? Wait, what? Like Uber and Lyft. You oh, can, oh, oh, right. Shit. If you get a bad rating, people can, just won't pick you up. Yeah. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, the customers are getting rated. And uh, and yeah, and it shows up as soon as you try to get a, a, a ride. The That's fucking brilliant. The drivers can decide. That mm-hmm. is goddamn brilliant. Because that's one of those things that I... I've, like if I get a cus- a new customer that comes in and they complain about every other shop in the area, I'm like, I'm next on that list. Yeah. Bring it on, motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. because we're gonna be. Because it doesn't. You. It has nothing to do. With it the has shop. nothing to do with the shop, and I'm starting to realize that. You know, and and uh, yeah, we should be able to rate their asses. I, but I guess we kind of do. It's I like, do see that happening in the future. I do see things like, like I mean it. it I think it'll be different because I think Uber and Lyft platform makes sense because you're you're allowing somebody yeah, to come yeah. into your personal yeah, space. Yeah, it's a safety issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like it's gonna happen in other ways too if it becomes more of an issue with like, you know, rating on phone, like Yelp reviews and stuff like that. That like the people that are leaving all of these negative reviews that some of these restaurants or whoever will be able to you know also 
rate the reviewers. I yeah. see it. I see it happening in yeah. some way. They'll have to do it in like, because we're such a customer centric society. I have a good friend that's been rated out of many bars. Yeah. In Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had a somebody. He, he's sent, received a bad rating. <laughs> I know, and I think that I think it's a thing that's happening. Somebody sent me a Yelp review that somebody had written, and he and he was like, "I know it's not a dealership review, but I think this falls into that." And it was basically like this guy who he he left them a one star review said the food was fantastic but the reason he left the one star review is because he had told them told the manager that he was a food blogger and they didn't comp his fucking meal oh jesus <laughs> and it was like this motherfucker but there's like at least i guess at least it was like an honest review in that respect so people could look at it and be like well you're a fucking asshole, but you're still affecting that business's overall score yeah. with your shitty one star. You know yeah. what I mean? If I could leave zero, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Man, pretty but. amazing. All right. Well, any other conversation for uh, for this evening? I don't have anything. We do have a song. Oh, good. Tonight. Uh, look over Richmond Rockers. Hold up, we got we got a swap meet. We'll, we'll we got get to that. Let's finish this topic. Right, Loud night. <laughs> Members of Ramming Speed and Battlemaster. <laughs> yeah, sick. your your friends and mine uh, with their song "Conventional Destruction." Sick. Uh, Corey's right. We have a couple of events coming up. November thirtieth, Small Business Saturday at. Engine and Frame, 608 Commerce Road. I'm about to sneeze. You better take over. 608 Commerce Road. We're doing that on September 30th. We're also doing Holiday Hogs and I Dogs. I didn't say anything. I sneeze. <laughs> we're doing Swap Meet. Swap Meet. Uh, Woo! Starts at 9, right? Uh -huh. Is that what we're saying? Sure. Starts at 9. Show up about 8-ish, 9-ish if you want to set up. Sell some shit. Buy some shit. Try to make you a little extra holiday scratch. Try to maybe get your uh, chopper a couple of holiday parts. Mm. And then we got. Um, we still got a couple bikes for sale too. Holiday so hugs and dogs. Come yeah, just come, please, bike. for the love of fucking God, <laughs> just come buy one of these goddamn motorcycles so yeah. that we can have a Christmas. I'm just Tiny Tim and I'm so cold. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Tim. Tommy Tim. I'm so cold. Um, I'm peeing on myself to stay warm. <laughs> Um, we need, we need, uh, uh, yeah. Holiday so, hogs and dogs. Holiday please. hogs and dogs. Come hang out with some dogs. See a cool knucklehead. Just come hang out and be jolly. Like yeah. you're gonna fucking be over it. You're kicking with your family all weekend, trying to hear that shit. You know. Yeah. By the Saturday, you're done. Yeah. So come be jolly. Come be jolly. <laughs> um. Uh, I think maybe. Jim might come through. Law Tigers might come through with some uh, some snacks. Yeah, we'll probably have some snacks and some coffee. Coffee. And uh, I don't know what else. What it's else? It's gonna be a jolly good time. Yeah. And uh, mail us your engines. I wanna I wanna rebuild an engine. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't want to do it so much that I'll do it for free or anything. But you know, send me some clapped out shit. Yeah. I know you got a fucked up four speed ratchet top sitting around. It's probably in your motorcycle right now. <laughs> um yeah cool yeah that's All where right. we're at right yep okay bet got a week left before the holidays so hopefully you guys are uh out there riding motorcycles it's too fucking cold or i'm over it inside yeah i tried to start my bike today because i was like i'm gonna let the flow bowl run out you know because it's been sitting here i guess i don't remember the last time i started it it's probably a couple weeks ago two two weeks maybe three mm -hmm. shit i don't know Whew. That motherfucker does not like cold. Really? That, it does not want to start. I got it started eventually, but yeah. it was a fucking chore. It was a chore. Mm. Oh, it runs great in the cold. It's just yeah. getting it to start. Yeah. It was not trying to hear it. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good week. Good week. Good week.